RJ, RJ had just come back. He said uh, that you must have been offended by him returning, so you left us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that... <laughs> not him <came> again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Mentally preparing by uh, watching out the window and looking at, <laughs> and what they call it, visualizing yourself on the range. Yeah, or? yeah I can uh, actually. Take a shower and see shooting rage. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you're in the mood all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, you really can't avoid it at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we just had a, a quick view of your uh, um, the main hall of the hotel, but I don't see any fitness equipment. Uh, yeah, that's actually my plan after this uh, talk to find a gym somewhere somewhere near because <laughs> this hotel is small and I can't fit a gym inside here. Because <laughs> we, we were getting a little worried that uh, we've been talking to other athletes about, about your gym setup and they were going to look for it. So we were worried that there was going to be lineups and stuff, but... Uh... Uh, this time, yeah, I will go use a regular uh, option. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we still uh, still got it just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how's it going? Your um, I think your ski speed is not quite where you want it to be, or how's is that part of the part of your season plan to 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 build it up, or how does that uh, work? It was actually quite a nice speed in uh, Conte Lacti. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, last week maybe maybe wasn't my best and uh, didn't felt as strong as what I would like. But uh, I think uh, I hope that this week will uh, be better again and uh, I could match it up with some good shooting for for better result. Mm-hmm. And it, would you do you have any idea why that is different your ski? Like, is that the wax of the skis or is it the altitude or? It's just kind of. The, oh, I the think sh- it was kind of mix of everything. Mm. Maybe we didn't have the for women race. the The skis was good, but they were not like super good. So, but so that makes a difference. And uh, yeah, felt a bit uh, tired myself also. But mm-hmm. that's just uh, how it is. You can't feel super strong uh, mm-hmm. all the time, and you never know when your body will say that's. Yeah, it's not up to top level, but uh, I think overall it's all good and I'm ready to race again. Mm-hmm. Well, your shooting was great in the sprint. Oh, yeah. That must have made you happy. Uh, yeah, it was uh, much better than in uh, Conte Lacti with uh, more confidence and uh, yeah, satisfied, uh, satisfied about that. Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. Uh, skip the pursuit, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's up and down, and uh, I'm still still in a big uh, learning process uh, this season. I have changed some things, so it's a lot for the head, also. So mm-hmm. now, uh, do I do I understand this correctly? Just based off of Instagram, that you're working with a new shooting coach. Yeah, yeah, that's like so. 
do you mind sharing with us any of the uh, any is there anything in particular that you are focusing on or trying to keep in mind uh, with shooting this year? You know, we have like before we have never had like a real uh, shooting coach, mm-hmm. like coach that is just working with shooting. So mm. it's a bit different uh, approach, much more tasks and uh, and also trying to put together mentally. And uh, last season was tough for me and, uh, and actually took... Uh, quite some time uh, this summer to get away from uh, being scared to shoot so yeah last season especially with olympics and uh-huh. and everything uh, wasn't wasn't as i was hoping for so it left some marks also in my head and uh, yeah that's sometimes actually the hardest part to fix so yeah it's both uh, technical things and uh, mental together mm-hmm uh-huh. Yeah, it was I I did I think I told you before that I do biathlon on Monday nights just uh in a bunch of group with uh some very very amateuristic uh biathletes <laughs> but I can even relate to it in the sense that um you know you often hear that when you don't really think about it you just go with the flow then the shooting goes a lot better and yeah, yesterday yeah. my first so... shooting wasn't very good and then you start thinking <laughs> about it and um yeah, the, the mental aspect is just yeah. Actually, such a now big yeah, the the main focus is to get in some uh, flow and uh, just shoot. As I have done a big work in the summer, and uh, now it's just to get the right feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just trust trust that the work that you did is is going to pay off. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to say, but I know. Uh, yeah, it's always so easy to yeah. Yeah. So it's like the more you care, the harder harder it get it gets. Oh no, yeah. that's that's exactly it, right? Um, well, you can't really look at individual shootings. Yeah. That you you kind of have to look at your season average, right, to see where you're really at. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or are you still looking at the individual events? But uh, yeah, especially like for now when I had. Like one good race and one bad, then you just focus on uh, the good one and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. just uh, try to analyze the the bad race and uh, that's it. Leave it there and uh, move forward. So, right, yeah, focus on the good feelings. Remember, remember what that sprint felt like and uh, and carry it forward. Yeah, um, I was actually going to go back to the um, the skiing just just for a moment. Um, the ski conditions, at least from my amateur eye, sitting on my uh, sitting on my couch, looked pretty different from Contiolati to to Austria. So, um, do, did that play a role at all for you in terms of the in the ski speed, or do you think it was all just you know you you just felt a little bit better in Finland um, for the first weekend? And that uh, also at least affected me because uh, it was uh, really glanced snow so it was mm-hmm. like uh, especially in the sprint it was like skiing on a on a mirror yeah. so <laughs> you couldn't see that on tv but it was quite slippery and uh, i'm not the best in uh, conditions like that so yeah i couldn't uh, keep the good skiing technique and uh, yeah there those seconds uh, went away 
Yeah, and and you could you might not have been able to see it on TV, but you could. I mean, it just audibly you could hear it. It just sounded uh, a little more a little more um, a little more rough. Um, I will say though that uh, they like, they showed you on uh, at least on the on the Eurovision for the last uh, the last segment of the sprint race and and man I, I love watching you attack a course because nobody goes at it as ferociously as you do it's it's really something to watch. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, the last loop has always been my strong side, and I always try to push out everything i have so <laughs> thanks yeah no it's it, it, it keeps making me think of uh of your your postings on instagram on the summer where you know you see some other athletes having a having a drink on a patio and then i see a video of you like roller skiing through a, a tiny village in some <laughs> uh beautiful area very sunny area so um yeah. Do you mind if we uh, break away from your individual performances and maybe talk about a few other things too? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, so, so this is uh, sort of indirectly uh, related. Now, we uh, we teased you a little bit on, uh, and you teased yourself a little bit on Twitter about uh, not being able to recognize uh, Anna. Anna, I think it was Anna Vital uh, during the the first race because she was skiing so strongly. Um, so clearly, she stood out to you. Has there been anybody else? Uh, that you've seen that you were really, really impressed by? Uh, actually, like uh, this uh, week, I was uh, like happy to see uh, Italian youngsters, uh, both in women and men side, to do the good re- relays and uh, individual races. So as I uh, train a lot in uh, Italy, I see see them uh, also in uh, sometimes and i know they train a lot and uh, we have a bit similar training system so we are kind of following uh, each other uh, a bit bit uh, with one eye so yeah i'm happy that their wo- work has also paid off and uh, mm-hmm. they have good uh, good future ahead of them yeah, they um, yeah, they're... As I say, they looked really good, and the uh, obviously they had some good individual performances, but uh, the the young Italians had some really good performances in the relays too. I think it was uh, uh, both both young duos had the had the Italians at or near the lead in both relays for the first two legs. So yeah, they look they look really strong. The Italians need to be happy about that. Yeah, they said in an interview they were inspired by uh, by bye bye. the the travel to france i'm assuming you drove is it from contialati do you uh just fly into austria or oh yeah uh, to austria i was uh flying with charter flights and the rest of the team took a flight from uh helsinki so yeah they had a bit longer travel, but still kind of easy. And here to France, we were driving by the bus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you got into town. Did you, did you leave on Sunday? Uh, no, we, we left on Monday, Monday. morning. So okay. the biggest uh, part of yesterday was uh, travel. So Got it. Mm-hmm. So and then you've, uh, you've been out uh, already this morning. You've seen the track and everything. Yeah, it was uh, quite nice uh, conditions today. It's a uh, nice winter outside uh, 
it doesn't look so promising for uh, days ahead with some uh, rain, but uh, but overall track uh, looks uh, good, and uh, I think France is ready for the World Cup. Oh, fantastic! How, do you, do you like the um, Annecy event in general? Oh, yeah, it's really loud event <laughs> with a crazy French crowd. So uh, yeah, it's a really nice and small city, and uh, you can really, I think, it's perfect pre- Christmas uh, location because yeah, you can really catch the Christmas feeling here in the city and. Uh, nice. I think it's uh, nice for the athletes to get some uh, time uh, to to walk through souvenir shops and uh, yeah, just clear mm. out the head a bit before races. You're making me really jealous right now. Uh, that sounds really amazing. Yeah, it's definitely a place to visit. <laughs> yeah, and is the does the track generally suit you in in uh, on the sea or? Ah, you you need to feel uh, feel good to push mm, uh, yeah. through this track because yeah, you you are you need to be able to keep uh, quite uh, high speed and uh, yeah, it's not not an easy track and you also need to have uh, good tactics for how to go through the loop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the the shooting range itself, I if I remember correctly, it's quite open. Is that right? Yeah, and it's after a small downhill, but uh, yeah, it's a bit of a uh, bit of wind. So yeah, you need to keep your head uh, focused to mm-hmm. not miss that. So uh, historically, I, I'll be honest, I did not look back. But um, have you have uh, have you historically had much success uh, in in honesty? Um. Uh, not so much. I think I have had some uh, quite okay shooting here, but I think on that uh, race uh, I didn't felt uh, so good. Last year I struggled a bit mm-hmm. uh, with my health, so I wasn't in my top shape. So I haven't uh, got uh, to race must start here, so it hasn't been like uh, super good, but uh, I'm still happy to to be back here and have some have some races. Well, that just means it's time for you to make some good memories here. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, definitely. The time is now. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, 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 and honestly, like looking at your, how you've done this year, I mean, in, in Contulati, you were, you were what, your course ranks, I think were like 15th, 16th and 16th, which were very good. You had the, uh, the, you had a couple, you had the 80% shooting, um, in the sprint in Contulati, 90% and, uh, and Hockfielsen. So, uh, just, we're just going to put those two things together this week and, uh, see some really great racing, right? Yeah. And I really like the, the way how you named these things and skipped uh, yeah. some, uh, maybe not so good performances. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I, defi- I definitely have everything, uh, yeah. to have a good race. So I, just need to go out and uh, do my best and show my potential. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, I, I we're going to be all optimistic here. No reason not to be. Um, I so I had a couple of questions uh, just for you as a as a as an athlete. So on days when you are not racing, um, 
do you watch the races that are occurring? So, for example, uh, like during the the men's races or during a relay race, so if you're not racing on that day, do you do you watch them as they're going? Yeah, mostly, mostly yes, because you're still uh, curious uh, how the race will go, and it's uh, always uh, interesting to watch the biathlon. So. Even uh, we do biathlon ourselves, I think biggest part of uh, athletes still uh, loves to also like just see see how others goes and how your team is doing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mostly yes. So when you're watching the race, are you are you learning anything um, or is it are you just watching as a fan? Like, are you looking at how the course is going or? Uh, looking at uh, how other athletes are doing and and trying to pick things up, or is this? Are you just watching purely as a fan? Yeah, sometimes you like take inspiration from uh, some athletes that are like fearlessly shooting or uh, fighting with the wind or uh, whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, it depends from situation, but uh, yeah, you sometimes yeah take take some inspiration from uh, other athlete performance and do you watch i assume you watch from your hotel you're not watching on on site no no yeah it's yeah. usually part of the relaxed time yeah yeah keep, keep those legs rested um all right and then uh so all right so then do you also try to train on those days i don't know how the uh, how the timing works out and do you get on the course uh, or do you just train back at the hotel? Uh, yeah, today we had the uh, training uh, in the track in the morning time. So, okay. so yeah, it's usually usually one uh, training on uh, track and second is uh, if there is second training, then it's uh, either some strengths or just uh, a small uh, running or mm-hmm. bike or something like that. It's nothing super special. Yeah. Yeah, nothing that's going to push it too hard, just getting that second workout in. Yeah, yeah, just uh, okay. get somebody a bit moving and uh, <laughs> yeah, more more focusing on uh, relaxing and gaining energy for the race days. Absolutely. And then, of course, making sure that you've got some time for uh, for naps and whatnot too, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a must-have. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have like any favorite snacks that you're eating? Like, and, and I'm thinking about like recovery snacks, but also just like, you know, anything, anything good. You uh, munch um, on? I really, I really love nuts. So mm. nuts is always a good idea for me. And, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, all right. I, I, a couple of questions about how the, uh, how the world cup looks right now. Um, both, uh, you know, for, as an athlete, and sort of, uh, I'm not going to call it a completely post-COVID world, but um, it's definitely changed a lot over the last couple of years as we've cut, gotten used to COVID. So how does uh, does the life on, on the World Cup look now versus how it did the past couple of years? Uh, I think it's uh, more or less back to normal. Okay. Like, uh, of course, uh, athletes still uh, try to keep themselves uh, healthy so you still can see some athletes using uh, face masks but uh, otherwise it's uh, yeah more i would like to say that it's more or less back to previous world <laughs> yeah yeah so i was actually just about to ask 
if you had noticed any change with the uh, energy uh, issues in Europe, obviously RJ and I are both in North America, so uh, the war in, in Ukraine does not directly affect us like that as much, but we've been hearing a lot about, obviously, um, you know, decreased energy production. So um, have you noticed any any effects uh, as far as that have impacted the, the World Cup or you guys at all? Uh, yeah, of course, it's it's uh, kind of a bit uh, different and uh, you still uh, have that uh, war in back of your head. But uh, of course, in uh, in in regular uh, days and uh, races, uh, you are not thinking about that. But uh, yeah, it's maybe a bit different you now see like ukrainian athletes a bit different and uh, you know that they still have a big fight uh, ahead back home so yeah maybe it's of course it's it's still uh, still going on so you can't uh, forget that absolutely um on a lighter note um the new point system went into effect this year, and uh, we've already seen some some interesting effects of that. I don't know how are the athletes responding to it. Uh, actually, haven't spoke uh, with any about this as a uh, as yeah. I actually haven't like uh, checked the full uh, point system. I know that it's much more for the win. Yeah, what I think is a uh, is a good thing. So yeah, yeah because. Win is an important uh, yeah. thing, and <laughs> yeah. uh, so. But yeah, I haven't. Uh, I need to be honest that I haven't checked how many big differences uh, it is, and uh, I guess we will see after the season yep. uh, how much it has affected, and uh, was it better or still needs some imp- improvements. Um, all right. I just had a couple more, uh, a couple more questions for you. RJ is going to be back in just a minute as well. And I think he had some, some quick questions for you too, but what were your first impressions of, and I'm sure you've answered this question several times, but of, uh, Anna Maria Lampic and her blazing speed, uh, last week. I think, uh, everyone was, uh, quite impressed. I was already impressed, uh, about how she did the uh, races on IBU Cup, right. and I saw already there that she did uh, like crazy speed. Uh, and I think uh, cross country skiing can be happy that uh, they all got <laughs> away with from girl who would, I think she would have been fighting for the yeah. podiums in cross country this season also because, yeah, she's like crazy fast and uh, maybe. A lot faster than uh, anybody was uh, waiting her to be. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy, right? And then uh, and then when she had the the clean shooting on her first prone shooting, I I was stunned. I was like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. Yeah, that's that was quite uh, impressive, and she is actually like dealing with the rifle already yeah. quite professionally so it's a uh, quite fast uh, jump in uh, pro- professional level um yeah, unbelievable now uh and, and we always think of elvira as being wildly fast and to see somebody beat her by almost 30 seconds was pretty crazy yeah that's that was actually kind of thing i was also sitting 
thinking like that's if somebody destroys Elvira so so with so big gap then it's yeah totally crazy right I know I I, I was talking to to RJ about this a couple of days ago but you know you look down the list and you had someone like uh, Lisa Hauser who just won the sprint in Contiolati and she was like a minute and 10 seconds back in terms of course time from Lumpage that is I mean that's that's you're already looking for at least two penalty loops to just make up the time, you know, it's, that's not over two penalty loops. Uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. But yeah, as, as uh, everyone, we, we have better and worse days. So I guess it also wasn't the best day for Lisa and it, she had like super good day in Contela. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, no, that's and that's that's sport, and that's especially that's biathlon. You're gonna have good days. You're gonna have rough days, and you know, just uh, kind of make it through the rough days and celebrate the good ones. Um, uh, and then the last question I had was on the men's side. Uh, J Two Bo is just winning every race. Is the uh, is the Crystal Globe race already over for the men? <laughs> Does anybody have a chance? Uh, I think uh, it will be hard if yeah. he doesn't lose uh, the flow like uh, if if he stays healthy and uh, and everything will be fine i think it will be extra hard to beat him because yeah he has incredible skills and yep. uh, he has showed that for so many seasons and uh, the shape he is now it's yeah sorry but no chance for others i think <laughs> yeah no I, I i tend to agree with you he's uh he's he's performing at the peak of his capabilities and we've seen when he's at the peak of his capabilities it's it's hard for anyone to be in the same uh in the same atmosphere so um all right so uh going into this week is there anybody that we should be watching closely to anybody that we're not paying attention to uh i think yeah it's uh the the French team will be eager to show some uh, great results and uh I think uh, yeah you need to watch out uh, definitely from a uh, French French team and uh and uh yeah I think uh, as forecast shows some uh, rain so it will uh, make quite big advantage also for the teams who are Extra good in uh, waxing for wet conditions, and uh, from the last seasons, I think everyone. Uh, it was hard for everyone to beat uh, Team Norway in wet conditions. Yep. So, yeah, I think uh, it will be maybe a, an extra challenge for small teams to yeah. get the fast skis in conditions like this. You know, that's actually raises a good question. Are there any teams that have surprisingly good skis? You know, like any smaller nations that have just like really good wax techs? Or are they all consolidated in the, the major teams now? Uh, I think it's more or less the same teams, of course. Yeah. It changes, uh, changes a bit and uh, waxers comes and goes from team to team. So... In some moments, some teams get like maybe a bit bigger advantage, but uh, overall, I think it yeah. stays more or less the same. Yeah. Well, I want to be uh, 
aware of your time. You know, we promised it would be short. We're a little bit under half an hour right here. So I want to go ahead and let you go. And thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, honestly, like this is a huge, a huge honor for us. Uh, always love chatting with you um, in this setting. And then also, uh, you know, I love seeing you on Twitter as well. So, um, you know, uh, we look forward to hearing from you uh, this weekend, maybe uh, on, on Twitter after the races and, and uh, I know I, I speak for RJ, you know, we would love to do this sort of thing with you again, you know, going forward throughout the season, just doing a quick check in. We love your perspective. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot of fun for us. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's nice, nice for me also. So, yeah, thanks for inviting me to this uh, preview and uh, yeah yeah some bite lunch chat <laughs> and uh yeah and, and uh next time we'll try to we'll try to do it a little bit better with uh you know i think rj having to take care of his kids this morning but uh, i know he's got some <laughs> some unique questions for you as well so um yeah. hey yeah, we can leave it for next time. exactly no problem <laughs> exactly all right nice to chat fiber <laughs> and lots of luck for the for the race okay thank you <laughs> thank you so much okay. thank you ciao bye